Hello and welcome to Bergos Now, the weekly podcast by Bergos Bierenbeck. My name is Aurelia Rauch and today my guest is Therese Schwerzmann. Hi, Therese. Hi, Aurelia. Therese, you're here today to give us a bit of an introduction to a very interesting topic you're dealing with regularly, thematic investing. And can you maybe just start by saying a few words, what that is, what you're dealing with? Yes, sure. So thematic investing means that um, investment decisions are aligned with certain economic, political or social aspects that are prevailing currently in a society. And with this approach, one aims to capture the investment opportunities that are created by long-term structural so-called um, megatrends. Cool. So tell me, how does investing by theme differ from traditional investing? So traditionally, a strategic asset allocation, so that means a long-term approach, is um, set at the beginning. And then uh, this strategic allocation is managed with um, tactical considerations. While thematic investing um, means that one invests independently of indices, of market timing or of tactical considerations. And um, we do not see thematic in investing as a competition to the traditional approach, but rather as an addition. Mm -hmm. So that means one can think of um, as an admixture of thematic investing in a traditional portfolio. And um, it is possible, for example, to replace part of the equity exposure in a multi-asset portfolio with the thematic funds and ETFs. Cool, interesting. What are the themes that you have identified? So currently we have identified five megatrends. That is technological breakthrough, climate change and scarcity of resources, rapid urbanization, uh, demographics and social change, and um, shift in economic powers. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you a bit about the, the various trends and, 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 and their backgrounds and why we think they are interesting. Mm -hmm. So, for example, the first one, technological breakthrough, that is certainly a trend that uh, affects most sectors. So that means um, innovations in the field of artificial intelligence and big data are becoming um, more and more important. We think that in the future, uh, machines are learning faster than, than humans, And so they will be able to perform um, more and more tasks than humans are performing today. And that should lead to a disruption of the job market. And um, through innovation and, uh, and advancing technologies, uh, we expect that um, costs will be re reduced. And that should uh, make this integration of these new technologies uh, more economically viable for many users. Mm -hmm. So the adoption rates um, should, uh, should increase um, across uh, almost all sectors. Mm -hmm. And then another trend I just um, mentioned, um, which is um, getting more and more important, is uh, rapid ur urbanization. So that means more and more people are moving from country to city. And uh, if you imagine, according to the UN, in 2050, two-thirds of the population should live in megacities. Mm. We know this phenomenon already from, from China, where uh, tens of millions are living together in, in confined spaces. And this raises big questions. So how will we live? How will we um, 
move in these mega cities and how will we work in there? And I think this uh, this should increase the demand for improved infrastructure, for connectivity, for for shared mobility. We also expect that uh, increased um, regulation, just think of the Green New Deal, um, as well as a heightened in environmental awareness among the consumers, mm -hmm. should increase the demand for electric mobility and, uh, and contribute to the emergence of new business models. Mm -hmm. Another important trend is climate change and uh, scarcity of resources. Mm -hmm. And that uh, trend has gained uh, further momentum also in the public debate, um, not least to, to the greater movement. Mm -hmm. So we expect um, global energy demand to increase by around uh, 40% until uh, 2030. Mm -hmm. And that is driven by rising uh, populations as well as the industrialization of, um, of emerging markets. And uh, of this uh, energy demand, electricity is the most important driver. And again, here, around 40% of the total energy production is used for the generation of electricity. And we expect that this shift to renewable energies uh, should continue to, to accelerate in the next years. Um, as, uh, as this energy is getting more uh, affordable and consumers are realizing um, that the cost benefits of switching to renewable energy and energy-efficient solutions uh, makes uh, also sense for them. And with increasing political awareness and uh, increasing regulation, such as the Green New Deal, the entire clean energy sector should benefit from this transition to, to a lower-carbon economy. Mm -hmm. What we're also observing uh, as another trend is the shift in economic powers. Uh -huh. So here we think that geopolitically uh, China is gaining more and more power. And um, emerging markets um, that have evolved from being a producer of, uh, of goods and services for, uh, for industrialized nations are now becoming an important target market for luxury and, and premium consumer goods. And uh, as a new global superpower, China accounts uh, already today for one-third of the global um, luxury demand, mm -hmm. which is due to its growing middle class. Um, and here we expect that this uh, rising growth rates are, um, are continuing in the coming years. Mm -hmm. Now, all of these trends that I mentioned, are we think they are not set in stone. The trends can, of course collide, <laughs> can overlap, and new trends are constantly emerging. Mm -hmm. Thanks for outlining that, Teresa. So, but how can I as an investor benefit from these trends? So what we have done, we have broken down uh, these um, mega trends into investable themes. And uh, for example, when we talk about the mega trend technological breakthrough, we find the topics such as robotics, artificial intelligence, digital security and fintech um, very exciting. The investment opportunities um, that we have identified can then uh, in turn be implemented via various products. For example, via individual shares, uh, funds or, uh, or ETFs. 
And what we have seen over the last uh, 10 years is that uh, thematic investing has become increasingly popular with equity investors. Mm -hmm. So what we have seen is that uh, asset managers have launched um, a wide range of new active and, uh, and passive products. Mm -hmm. What we have noticed during the corona crisis is that the majorities of the investments that we have selected were very resilient. And that shows us that these existing megatrends are not influenced by short-term events or by, um, by shocks such as this pandemic or by natural disasters. No, on the contrary, some long-term trends were even accelerated by corona mm -hmm. and uh, have shown a very strong performance since the beginning of the year. And we have on purpose selected a very wide range of active and passive products from various uh, suppliers. <coughs> and we are constantly trying to expand uh, the range of products that we are offering. So therefore, we think that we are uh, able to offer the right product for different um, customer needs. Super interesting. Thank you, Teresa. That uh, was a very insightful introduction to this topic. Thank you very much, Aurelia. Really enjoyed it. Uh, we hope to see you here again soon. And we thank you for listening. And as always, we wish you a wonderful weekend, a successful and productive week. And we look forward to next Friday when we're back here with Bagos Now. Adieu.